The Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. Mead River Motor Court. Vacancy. Well, no time to be choosy. This will have to do. Uh, here's the office. Uh, okay. Hope somebody's still up. <clears throat> uh, hello. Uh, anybody here? Coming. Good evening. Hi. Uh, still open? Oh, yes. Well, I'd like a room for the night. You by yourself? Yeah. The $18. Uh, sold. In advance. Okay. Have to be cash. Uh, You don't take credit cards? No, only cash. (sighs) Okay, okay. Here's a 20. Nineteen and twenty. You want to sign this, please? Sure. Glad to find some place open. Been on the road too long and just about ready to drop. There. Hmm. Arnold Mason from out of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, right. You'd be expecting anyone to join you? No, I've never set foot in Mead River before tonight. Don't know a soul here. Um, could I see the room? Right down the driveway, number 13. Thirteen? Uh, That's right. Uh, do you have another vacancy by any chance? No. Thirteen's the only one that's open. Uh, you, 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 you don't have you don't have any other. I, I mean, you know, even a smaller unit or a more expensive one that would be. Thirteen uh, is our only vacancy. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, say, um, I haven't even driven on down into town. Are there many other motels in Mead River? <laughs> I'll say you don't know the town. This is Mead River, three blocks long. We're the only motor car. Hmm, I see. Here's the key. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, say. Yes? Uh, there wouldn't be a restaurant around here, would there? Grover's, one block down. He's open till 2 a.m. for the truckers. Uh, Grover's. Uh, thank you. As you may have already guessed... Our friend Arnold Mason is a victim of one of man's most common ailments, superstition. Common? Oh, yes, indeed. Superstition is so deeply ingrained into our society, in fact, that we take it for granted as a part of our lives. Take Arnold's hang-up with the number 13. Did you know psychologists even have a name for it? Triskaidekaphobia, the fear of the number 13. Such fears are, of course, unreasonable. And you may ridicule a person who has this phobia. But at the same time, if you ever knocked on wood for luck or circled around a ladder instead of walking under it, (laughs) you see, we're all, to some extent, victims of superstition. But let us hope to a lesser degree than Arnold, for he is about to experience a night of... (laughs) Well, listen and share it with him. Our tale of suspense is titled, The Guest in Room 13, and we'll begin Act One in just one minute. 
It had been a long, tiring drive, and Arnold Mason felt he could really use some sleep. So he checked in at the only motel in the village of Mead River, and the only available room, as bad luck would have it, was number 13. And Arnold Mason is <laughs> is very superstitious. Still, he had no choice, so he left his suitcase in the stuffy little room and walked down the street to find Grover's Cafe, a bright oasis with steamy windows in the dark little town. At just past 12 midnight, Arnold was the only customer in the place. Evening. Well, be coffee? Uh, no, no. Do you have a menu? Oh, yeah. Uh, here you go. Yeah, thanks. Here's your water. See anything you like? Oh, uh, something light. I'm going right to bed. How about some eggs? You're good and light. Eggs? A couple of eggs, strip of bacon, hash browns, dollar and a quarter. Yeah, 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 that'll be fine. How do you like your eggs? Uh, over easy. Over easy, a pair of bacon and hash browns. Coffee now? No, no, I want to be able to sleep. Oh, yeah, you said that. I forgot. You just drive in. Yeah. Now, staying at the motor court? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Your own business? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I knew you weren't a tourist. Mead River never was much of a tourist attraction. No, it's just business. I'm out of Chicago. Claim investigation. What, insurance? Yeah. Must be pretty exciting life. (laughs) Are you kidding? Tomorrow I have to find out all the exciting facts about a fire in a granary. What, that old granary over at Coulterville that burned down Sunday night? Colder, yeah, that's it. Uh, on the map, it shows Mead River as the closest town, so I figured there'd be no point in going on to Colderville tonight. No, that's right. Nothing over by Colderville except a store, a railroad siding, and that old granary. Yeah, well, that's what I assume, so I put up at the motel. Guess you didn't know that motor court used to be kind of famous around here in the county. Uh, famous for what? Well, listen, let me tell you, they had the television people out there from the county seat and everything. Uh, what happened? Guy murdered his girlfriend in one of the rooms. Can you beat that? No kidding. That's right. Uh, well, why? Why'd he do it? Jealousy. Caught her with another guy. Oh, wow. And he shot her, huh? No, he didn't shoot her. He, he stabbed her. No kidding. Terrible thing. Terrible. A uh, local girl? Yeah, she was from uh, Clarksburg. So was the boyfriend. He found out she was chipping on him, so... He followed her and the guy she's with. They drove down here to the motor court and registered as man and wife. And the boyfriend, he slipped in and took the room right next to there. Uh, now, wait a minute. Wait, wait. I don't follow you. Uh, the guy who did the killing, name was Bentley or Benchley or something like that, he followed the girl and the other guy right into that motor court where you're staying right now and took the room next to theirs. And later on that night... He slips in and takes out a butcher knife. Uh, What happened to the guy? Bentley? Uh, No, 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 the guy she was with. Uh, He got away clean. In fact, they still don't know to this day exactly who he was. And Bentley? Oh, they hung him. They hung him? I I thought capital punishment was outlawed. Well, it is now, but this here thing I'm talking about happened good ten years ago. Oh, oh, yeah, good. See, I've got some... uh, Newspaper clippings around here somewhere. I'll tell you all about it. You can just look at them. And... 
I had them out looking at them a couple weeks ago. Seems to hey, be. Hey, no, 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 that's okay. Here, right? I found them. I found them. Yeah, here, here you go. See now, now here's the headline. This is the daily from the Clarksburg paper. See. That's a woman slain in love nest tryst. Yeah, uh, that, this one tells about the trial. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, uh, this a picture of the guy? Yeah, let's see. That's him. That's Bradley. That was his name. Hmm. Otto Bradley. I knew it was something like that. Uh, it says here he pleaded guilty. Oh, yeah, he did. Well, never tried to deny a thing. Well, they caught him dead to rights. Oh, man, what a cold-blooded character. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see. It says here, after the sentence was passed... Bradley rose to his feet and shouted at the courtroom spectators, I still have one more to kill, and I'll get him whether they hang me or not. Yeah, well, they hung him all right. Uh, when did this happen? Ten years ago. Well, the date's on the newspaper, dear. Well, that doesn't take the cake. What's that? Well, well this paper, it's, uh, it's dated exactly ten years ago tomorrow, April 13th. April 13th is today. No, 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 no. Today's the 12th. Not anymore. Look at your watch. It's 12.30 in the morning. Been April 13th for half an hour. Hey, I'll give you another coincidence. You know which room the murder happened in? Uh, no. Room 13. What do you think of that? Eggs are ready, Grover. Oh, here's your breakfast. Here you go. How, uh, how how much did you say that was? Dollar twenty-five plus seven sex tax, so about dollar thirty-two. You can pay me after you eat. No hurry. Uh, thanks. Uh, here's your money. What? Well, aren't you going to eat? What's the matter, Mister? Don't you feel well? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm just not hungry. Uh, thanks anyway. And now, back to our story. Most of us would be uneasy to learn we were going to spend the night in a room where a grisly murder had been committed. But to the superstitious mind of Arnold Mason, the coincidences are just too much. It was ten years ago, that very night, that Otto Bradley swore to return from the grave to kill his girlfriend's lover. Now, why this would trouble Arnold Mason, who had never even heard of the case until a few minutes ago, is a question only a psychiatrist could answer. But there was no psychiatrist on that damp, dark night as Arnold closed and locked the door to his motel room, Unit 13. All right. Now get a hold of yourself. There's, there's nothing to be afraid of. Just a coincidence, that's all. just tired. Get out of these clothes and get into bed and maybe take a sleeping pill. Did I bring them? Oh, yeah, good. Take a pill and go off to sleep and forget all about it. I sure hope the, the bed's comfortable. Let's, let's see. Well, not too bad. Uh, wait a minute. Something under the sheet. What is it, anyway? It's something stuck on the mattress. 
Well, I can't sleep until I find out what it is. Let's see. Uh, something under the mattress cover. Oh, my God. Patches. They've sewn patches on the mattress where the knife went in. That can't be. They wouldn't still be using the same mattress. Well, that does it. That does it. I'm not spending the night here, and that's all there is to it. They'll just have to to make some other arrangements for me. That's all there is to it. Uh, hello? Uh, look, um, this is Mr. Mason in, in room 13. Now, now, I must have a different room, but there must be another room. Well, it's, it's the bed... Actually, the mattress. It just isn't possible to sleep on it. It's patched. I tell you it is. Well, I don't know what I expect you to do, but this room just isn't suitable. I I mean, how can you expect a person to sleep in a room where... Uh, oh, oh, never mind. That's no use. Well... Take the sleeping pill. I think I'll need two. Yeah, yeah, I'll need two. Oh, this is terrible. Well, maybe I can sleep off to one side of those patches on the mattress. I just hope those pills hurry up and take hold. Now, where's the, the light switch? Oh, here it is. Oh, I feel uh, feel sleepy already. Wait. It's weird. Lying here. I can swear there's somebody else in the room. But that can't be. Uh, just my imagination. God, I get to sleep. No. There's something definitely wrong here. I'm going to turn on the light and find out once and for all. Turn the light on, honey. Uh, who are you? Get out of my room. Oh, no. You don't get rid of me that easy, lover. Get, get out. Get out. I don't want you in here. This is my room. This is room number thir- 13. I know. This is our room for the night. Just yours and mine. No, no, no you've made some mistake. Here, let me turn the light on. What's the matter with this thing? We don't want any light anyway. Don't you like it dark like uh, this? Uh, now, listen, you've got the wrong guy. I'm just an insurance claim investigator. Shh. Don't do so much talking. Get off the bed. Lie still. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not getting away from me again. Now, look. You've got the wrong person. You don't know me, and I don't know you. That won't do you any good, darling. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You act like you know me, and if you know me, then you must know my name, 
And I must know your name, right? If you say so. Yeah, well, that's only logical now. Now, what's my name? Arnold Mason. That's impossible. I don't... Uh, there's just no way you can know who I am. Oh, I used to know you very well. Very well indeed. But that was ten years ago. I don't even know your name. Can't you see this is a... Nona. Remember, darling? Nona. No, 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 I... No, no, I, I never knew anybody by that name. Now, now please. Uh, did you say ten years? Ten years this very night. Uh, what about ten years ago? Ten years ago was the last time I saw you. We have a lot of time to make up for. Yeah, now, now look at, uh, look at Nona. Uh, you need help. Now, now, if you just let me turn on the light, I can make the phone call and, and, and bring you that help. Well, okay, uh, would you let me turn on the light? Uh-uh. Uh, okay. All right, I can find the phone in the dark, I guess. Yeah, here it is. She's asleep by now. Who is? The lady at the motel office. No, no, no. She'll answer. She's got to answer. Why should she answer? Uh, they always have someone on duty all night. <laughs> this isn't the Holiday Inn, Arnold. Uh, don't call me that. Well, that's your name, isn't it? Yeah, yes, but... Now, lady, I'm sorry to have to say this, but you're crazy. And you can sit in this room all night if you want to, but I'm getting out of here. I can find the door and get out to my car. Just like you did ten years ago? Not tonight, Arnold. Not this time. Uh, my car keys. They're on the nightstand. If I, could, if I could just see what I'm doing. What's that? Uh, who, who's there? Uh, who is it? Who is it? The name is Bradley. Otto Bradley. Hello, Otto. Hi, Nona. Otto Bradley? You're the... Uh, you killed a girl in this room. I, I read it in the paper. No, no, no. You can't be Otto Bradley because they hung Otto Bradley. What is this? Oh, you read about me, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I read about you and... And Nona. Good merciful heaven. Nona was the name of the girl that... That's right. <laughs> now, now, look. Now, now, look. Uh, if this is some kind of joke you're playing on the, the poor innocent stranger, it's gone too far. Now, now let me get out of here. Uh-uh. I come back to finish some unfinished business. Now, you're as crazy as she is. Turn the light on. I can see you just fine, fella. Can't you see me? Oh, I can't see anything. Well, I can see you just fine. Where, where are you? Uh, what are you doing? Just finishing up some unfinished Christmas. Spooky thing is, happened in the same exact room, ten years to the day. I know. Well, of course, now we know why, though. Yes, but if only I'd have recognized him. Ten years a long time. Yes, but you'd think you'd remember the face of a fellow... Well, of course, ten years ago, he checked in with that girl under an assumed name. That's right. Still, I wonder what brought him back here. Well, 
Maybe it was a guilty conscience. You never know. Well, Sheriff Harlan says it may be that Mason had had amnesia or a lapse of memory or something. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, it's spooky. Oh, it sure is. To think he'd escaped from Otto Bradley when he'd come into the room with a knife ten years back and then check in all by himself and turn up dead the next morning. Well, Harlan says it was his heart, pure and simple. Now, hold on. You suppose there was someone else in the room with him? Oh, uh, no. Not a chance. He'd locked and bolted the door and put up the night chain. No, poor Mr. Arnold never had a visitor. He was all by himself when he died. The question is this. Was Arnold Mason the same man who escaped from the motel room ten years ago during the rampage of Otto Bradley, drawn back to the scene of the crime by some unconscious compulsion? Or was he just another victim of suggestibility, whose imagination amplified upon his superstition and produced Nona and Otto out of thin air? I'll be back in a moment. Tonight, Crisis has presented The Guest in Room 13 and featured Chuck Snyder, Robert O. Smith, Karen Heron, and Beverly Williams. The program was written and directed by yours truly, Jim French, who invites you to join us next week at this same time for Crisis. Crisis.